Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetInst.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I really don't understand why the first thing on our agenda is a Star is Born First Man update. Well, because we have to do that now. Megan's is that over. Our thing? Most Marcellus is done. We made it our thing. We made it our thing very loudly, very proudly, is there very a name angrily. For this segment that you would like to uh, volunteer? Uh, like, you know. A star is born is born, or like first man is our enemy, or like something. Uh, wait, 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 wait. When does the movie come out? Four weeks. We'll call yeah. it four weeks from the shallow now. That's terrible. And then next week can be three weeks from the shallow now. Then two weeks from the shallow now. One week from the shallow now. Um, and then we'll, we're in the shell. We're, no, then we're just in the... Deep. No, that doesn't really make sense. The metaphor gets messed up. Okay, so what do you want to call it? Let's just call it uh, Star is Born Update. How, about, how about a podcast segment is born? A podcast segment is born. <laughs> Bradley, Cooper's, Bradley Cooper's A Podcast Segment is Born starring Lady Gaga. Perfect. That's okay. perfect. Today on Bradley Cooper's A Podcast Segment is Born, starring Lady Gaga, we have news from Venice. That, that was such a good day, the Venice day. <laughs> it was didn't one you, of... Didn't you feel like a renewed sense of just like joy for purpose. cinema? Well, yeah, but also just general okay. purpose. But also just like a love of cinema. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Lady yeah. Gaga on a boat going into the Venice Film Festival was... Yeah, yeah. Such a treat. I... You forget, because the Joanne album cycle was very different. She was trying something new. And we want this from Lady Gaga, you know? Like, we, we want, want her to make glamour. an appearance on a boat in full we glam. We want, like, exaggerated glamour and, like, very unaware and yet totally aware, just mm-hmm. kind of, uh, what do you, like, We ambition. want her in character. We want ambition. her in character, naked right. ambition. right. This character is not Joanne. This character is not um, Joe Calderoni or whatever that character's Calderon. name was. This, this character is Lady Gaga. This is, is Lady Gaga. This is like Lady Gaga starlet. That, like, yes. You know, and she definitely made, and this is what I find so interesting, is she made a very conscious decision to not be Stephanie Germanotta in this specific role. You're right. Mm-hmm. She was Stephanie Germanotta in um, something else. I think in American Horror Story, maybe. No, maybe not. No, she something was Lady else. Gaga there. But wasn't she Stephanie somewhere else recently? Not recently, but in her career? I feel like probably, but I think that was a question that we had talked about where we thought she would, we thought that being Stephanie Germanata made her legit. But what she's saying is, I'm legit as Lady Gaga, which is really interesting. But it just kind also of kind of like, you know, not that these weren't their names, but Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland, were the, that, those were their names in show business, yeah. in acting like and stage names, music. Right. Right, and so I think that she was kind of just like, well, why can't I just be like Lady Gaga? I mean, it is a little bit maybe absurd, but to some people, but to most people, like, it's good marketing. It's good marketing, and it's also just like, this is her character. Stephanie Germanotta wouldn't have come out on a boat in, like, that outfit. So Stephanie Germanotta... All her outfit changes, oh. 
is like shining bright at the Venice, at Venice. Meanwhile, Buzz Aldrin slams Ryan Gosling's first man for not showing planting of U.S. flag. It's like literally how on, can on you radar? even – Yeah, how can you even like compare? It's like the bleakest news compared to like the most perfect movie of all time. Like there's – this movie's going to rule and like it's going to be perfect. <laughs> and to be fair, this – not to give first man any credit, but this controversy really is – incredibly dumb and it's not their fault technically sure but, but it that's is just the kind of delicious. thing that it attracts i'm yeah. not saying it's their fault i'm saying like but this is the context in which we live and mm-hmm. if you're going to release a movie like this these are the types of things you're going to get meanwhile star is born is just like put lady gaga on it's a perfect, boat and that's, sail perfect. Her that's, to perfect. that's perfect that's perfect that's perfect that's perfect that's <laughs> perfect everything's just perfect great everyone leaves the screening just being like well that was perfect. That's, that's amazing. Last <laughs> night, Bobby sent me some like bootleg sound clouds of like the songs from that people recorded in the theater. And I was like, I can't even like the fact that we're like putting our little ears up to this like shitty recording of like a bootleg. <laughs> like a bootleg Italian gay man with a SoundCloud account <laughs> listening to this at a press screening that he probably snuck into and then uploading it to SoundCloud. It's it's just what we want from the cycle. But then like, I ended up I'm on desperate. I ended up on Gaga Daily reading the yeah. message boards. And then yeah. you get all the fans and they're like, I will not be listening to these leaks. Like well, I want to experience Stars Born same. like fully pure. And I kind of regret listening to the leaks. You sent them to me and I listened to them too. I know. Well. Looking back. Well, I mean, nothing will be like your first time seeing Stars Born. Also, those recordings were so terrible. I was ostensibly listening to White Noise. Nothing will be like seeing a Star Is Born for the first time. It's like time. hearing the Star Is Born trailer with white noise. Yo, on thank in the God it's like only a month away. Like I don't think I could handle this hype if it was farther than a month away. No, you know it's, what I mean? it's it's literally a month away from the release yeah. of this episode. This is the September fifth episode. Yeah, a Star Is Born comes out October fifth. I don't think I could handle this entire cycle if it was like a year away. Like no. I would be very kind of mad about it because it just doesn't it's not fair to me when critics get to see these movies so far and tell me they're good and then I forget about them by the time they premiere and it's such a bummer if this had premiered at Sundance no get out of town forget it forget it anyway so the first reviews of Stars Born are all glowing (laughs) everyone loves it they're like it's the best movie of all time the first reviews (laughs) of First Man are like half and half sort of it's probably actually more of a 70-30 but I'm trying to shade it a little more Yeah. people are like it's good it's a good movie some people are like, it's kind of boring. Our friend Richard was like, I wish they'd have gotten to the moon faster. Same. He didn't love it. He said Ryan Gosling's performance is very boring. And one note, um, he didn't love it. Again, if I wanted to watch a space movie, I would rewatch Apollo 13, which has all the great elements. Or I would yeah. watch like Arrival. Or I would watch like Interstellar. Or and knowing I mean, my And knowing my Apollo 13 rewatch schedule, I'm probably going to rewatch it soon. Just because oh. I have since 1995. When they when they take out that whiteboard or chalkboard it's and they chalkboard. drew a draw a line the and 60s. they pick up that Kleenex box and they're like, how do we solve this problem? I mean, okay. how can you beat that? Let's start the episode. You will say that. They want to know. Houston, we have a problem. We literally just wrote a column on Slate.com. Check it out about how perfect <laughs> our two, our newest who romance, uh, Noah Cyrus and Lil Xan is. And guess what? Literally a week later, they're breaking up. And I think this is all our fault. And this means we should never write about this type of stuff again. We will. I know. Is this? Or do we just curse it if we write about it? I mean, we're is just like our... we literally wrote like they're a perfect couple, and then this happened. You could still it's... be a perfect couple and 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 deal with the breakup. But also our argument was that they're a perfect couple for like promotion reasons and this actually gets them more promotion. So technically, yes. technically we're I still think we're correct. Right. Yeah. We're still right. So, so what happened? Well, yesterday the rumor was they broke up because <laughs> yesterday the rumor was they broke up because <laughs> Noah sent Lil Xan a meme of Charlie Puth naked. There are no photos of Charlie Puth naked on the internet, but there are those like If there fake were, ones Bobby would have seen where them. they <laughs> where they put Charlie Puth's face on like a porn star's body. And they and she sent it to Lil Xan, and Lil Xan got really upset. And well, so okay, let's. They no, broke up right after that. And it screenshot was just of the text message. She sent the text message, and it said Charlie Poof, and it was just a so, naked picture of Charlie Poof. And then he after wrote, what this, the fuck? <laughs> after this, they broke up. Noah said that Lil Xan was ups, was upset at her about this, which he was. You know when you like like a girl and shit and whatnot, but I've just been informed that I'm. Basically, it was all fake and I'm being used. So fuck it. I thought, you know, I was in love, but 
whatever. I'll take that L. But because they coincidentally broke up after that, the internet thought they broke up because of the Charlie Puth and fake nude. That wasn't the case. What we found out, what we found out later on, was that they actually broke up because Lil Xan got mad at Noah for hanging out with this, I don't know, this music guy named Abe Laguna, who he, goes by it. She okay. posted a photo with this guy that she'd worked on a song with. So mm-hmm. she. She did a song and he's with touching her, or she's touching him, and this guy. Okay, he's like a DJ. Okay, O O K A Y. Whatever, like impossible to Google. Good SEO guy. So like, she posted a photo with him on her grid, and he was mad. He's like, "If you're my girl, like, don't touch men like that." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, it's like she has her arms like around his. It's not. It's not that bad. It's a friendly arm thing, but in his Instagram story, Lil Xan does say that is why he broke up with her. And then he posted an Instagram of him pissing on his record. A record called Betrayal. <laughs> so he, he feels yeah. betrayed by Noah. And in, in because he feels betrayed by Noah, he put his uh, platinum record or some sort of in record the tub, at least. in the tub. And then he peed on it. And there's a video of it. You can watch so the video of him peeing on it. This is literally like late breaking news because like these Instagram stories are still live. The ones that we're referring to, like that's mm-hmm. how new this news is. So honestly, if this posts tomorrow and everything changes, please don't blame us. Like this is timestamped Tuesday, September 4th at 10, 12 a.m. Okay. Noah posted these. I mean, this is such a teen thing is to post text on your Instagram stories, like on the black part. Like mm-hmm. you post like black background and then you like write out text, which honestly is because insane. Teens, because teens, I know. teens will always love to blame. Blog. And know, so this blogging. is their blog it's now. Blogging. So she wrote, first and foremost, this relationship was not set up by Columbia Records. To say that is a joke. It started when I got a DM from Diego and he asked me to hang out. I never thought that, but whatever. No. Then she wrote, um, the truth is I haven't seen him in almost a week. Every time we try and hang out, something always got in the way. I then saw a picture of a girl on court on a court on his story at 2 a.m. When I FaceTimed him later, on a, I noticed a hickey. He told me it was just a bruise. Oy. I decided to give him the benefit of the doubt uh, and ignored it. And then she wrote, I've been there for you during your dark times, Diego, when you felt alone, like no one was there for you. I was. If this is your way of breaking up with me and breaking my heart along with it, then you've succeeded. Oh, God. So it's like, who even is the winner in this? Like, they're both, like, trying to get sympathy for this situation, and it's just a mess. It's a mess. Do do we want to talk about who this this girl is? Well, it's like so so this guy was in her she posted an Instagram with this guy who she'd work with. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden his Instagram stories after he pissed on the record feature this girl named Chloe Shorty. At Chloe Shorty, who is also like a SoundCloud musician, much mm-hmm. like Zan. And it's kind of just like a little bit of like a fuck you, doesn't it feel yeah. like that? The top photo on her grid is like a very thoughty photo of her ass, but it's in space. And so I thought that was kind of creative. Chloe Shoddy. I feel like I like Chloe Shoddy. Do I like her more than Noah? No, I don't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I feel like Chloe's a good Instagram personality. Okay, so... She put her ass in space. Basically, that's what's going on here. There'll probably be a million updates by tomorrow, and, like, honestly, we're not really equipped to give those, so we will just sign off here and say, true love is dead. We believed in you, Noah and Zan, and uh, check out our column on Slate.com. We don't have to get that dramatic yet. There's always a possibility they could get back together. You think they're going to get back together? No, I'm just saying they're babies. Children in relationships break up and get back together over and over and over again. Look at Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin. They're engaged now. Look how messy that was. All right. Moving on. Guys, the truth about it all at the end of the day is that things suck and that that days are going to suck and that's just okay. Moving on, Lindsay Lohan danced in Mykonos and now she started a viral challenge called Do the Lilo. I hate this. She leaned into her viral fame. I hate her. <laughs> and um, instead of being embarrassed, she when John McCain the dance died, craze. she Snapchatted something, and it was like, "Feel better soon." Did you see that? <laughs> She's like, Lindsay Lohan tries to make "Do the Lilo" happen. Within hours of the viral video of the actress jamming out at her Mykonos Beach Club, Lindsay herself even seemed to poke fun at her dance moves. She posts multiple videos of flipping her red hair back and forth with the hashtag "Do the Lilo." 
it's crazy because I think the thing with Lilo is that people are like, what happened to her? And it's like she just fully embraced her actual personality and brain. Like this is mm-hmm. what she – I'm not tr- really not trying to be mean. But I think this is literally like her capacity. Yeah. Is that mean? A little. I don't know what it is. When we talk about Lindsay Lohan, I don't know if it's mean, bad. if it's I just know. real. I know. I know. I don't know. Busy Phillips was one of the many celebrities who also performed. Yeah. If you haven't seen the Lilo dance, there's a video of her in the middle of the day at her Mykonos club in this sort of like shiny jumpsuit and the music starts playing and it's like a, it's a remix of God, a a Zane song, right? It's like a a remix of a Zane song and she's, doesn't matter. She's dancing in the most bizarre and specific sort of robotic way that's like knees up, head down, step, step, step in place, like ass on the countertop. It's it's very like girl at the club. Like she does a full hair flip. It just looks very uncomfortable and like just very. The actions are big, but they're not rhythmic, you know? Yes. Yes. They're very big actions. Big, but they're not rhythmic. theatrical, and but they're not dancing. Okay, let's be honest, though. Like, Lilo has not been known for her dancing. Like, that's not no. one of her things. Like, when Britney appeared again and was like, had some a difference in dancing, everyone was like, weird. Britney was known for her dancing. Like, this is a weird thing. It's like, Lilo was never known for this. Mm-hmm. So her dancing like this is, yes, it's fun, but it's like... I'm not surprised. I mean, it is literally, it's it's exactly like Elaine and Seinfeld because she, yes. this is an instance of the authority figure, like the boss of the club, having to sort of be one of the normals in front of people. And it's like when Elaine dances at her company party, she embarrasses herself. Lindsay danced at her company party that just happens to be every day because her company is a club and she embarrassed herself. But... Instead of letting that get to her, she owned it, which is, you know what, smart in 2018. Like, she named it Do the Lilo. I will say, though, like, the Do the Lilo is not catching on. It's not an authentic meme. Like, the the fact that Busy Phillips did it is fine, but, like, that does not mean anything. Um, And so Lilo is trying to grab hold of this uh, and steer it in the right direction when it's honestly just more funny to watch Lilo do it. Like, it's not actually fun to watch other people do it. (sighs) It is making some tremendous memes, though. Like, is it some good like me when whatever? Did you see those? No, me when whatever. No, now now I can't even. No, I can't even think me of a good when, example. Me when whatever. Me when. <laughs> okay, can we move on because Lilo is technically not full who yet? Is she? She maybe is. I don't know. And do you think? Do you think that show will premiere? I don't. No, I don't think it'll ever happen. Nope. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so. If that show ever happens, we'll have to talk about it. That'll be our punishment. Yeah. Also, I don't think Pete and Ariana are going to get married. Whoa. Okay. That's how did you can't just say that. I'm just saying things that I don't think are going to actually happen. What else? That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. (laughs) I, I can't believe that the Pete and Ariana thing came out of nowhere. Um, Very rude. Let's move on to a follow-up of sorts to a call from last week about which celebrities were at Burning Man. We predicted that there would be more celebrities that weekend. Turns out we were right, but not because we were smart, just because Burning Man ended. So (laughs) people are coming home. Um, Um, It's kind of a disappointing run. The most famous celebrity is Heidi Klum. Right. 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 Heidi Klum's cameos... Uh, Heidi Klum is a lot more famous than I think I give her credit for. No, she's like, big. She was one of the biggest. I watched Ocean's 8 finally last night, and Heidi Klum was like Congrats. one of the main big celebrities. Wasn't, where it was yeah. like, oh, she's talking to Heidi Klum. Well, I mean, it's like, like oh, right, also who famous. did they get? It's like the people that they got to. Dakota be. Fanning being cast as the more famous person is one of the funniest things that I've seen in a movie. I mean, in a Ocean's long, long time. Eight was Ocean's Eight was out to sea a little bit, and it's everything. Um, Ocean's Eight more like more like Ocean Six Point Five. I did. Have get you ever that, seen a more? I didn't get that joke when you said you, it the first time because it's like it was the most like fine movie I've ever seen. Yes, yes. It's just a six point yes. five out of ten. What, so you're saying an, you're saying an eight out of ten is too much for Ocean? Oh, 8? absolutely. Okay, okay. Ocean's Eight was a six point five. Ocean's Eight was like the most comfortable. Yeah. Most like yeah. inoffensive, perfect summer movie because yeah. like there's like you said, which everyone told me going into it, but I it is you. still jarring to see in practice. There is no suspense. There's there no is stakes. no conflict. There are, the stakes are so low. Nothing it's happens. just like nothing 
happens. And then when yeah. the big reveal, which is only a minor, but again, it's a big reveal. But the big reveal happens at the end. You're like, okay. I still can't believe that they, like, at, towards the, God, this is not, we really should not be talking about Ocean's 8. But, like, when they brought back that guy, the, like, gymnast guy or, like, the, <laughs> the and they're just, like, and, and he just does something. And they're, like, hey. And he's, like, hi. And it's, like, why are you here? And also, like, could no woman do that? Like, I just don't, it just, it's so stupid, you know? It was so stupid. <laughs> Right? Hey, Am I right? Hey. He's you're doing right. he's doing something, and and then they're like, "Well, we brought him back," and and you're like, <laughs> I, "Oh, what's up?" I will say it sort of reminded me of um, uh, 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 the first season of Westworld. Not to turn into this is not a Westworld podcast. No, please. In that, I was mostly just like, I'm interested in Ocean's Nine. I feel like Ocean's Nine will be good now. No, um, Wait, but Ocean's no. Eight was just like fine. It sets up for an, for like, what's their next mm-hmm. heist going to be? Especially now that we know who number eight is. If the same person who writes eight writes nine, I'm not interested. Like I what just I'm saying is, that what I'm getting at is that now so that Anne Hathaway boring. is officially part of the Ocean's crew, yeah. I think that's a lot of fun because she was the best part of that movie. Her and Aquafina were the best part. It of should that be movie. Ocean's one, and it's just Anne Hathaway. Sarah Paulson too. Sarah Paulson got some funny lines. Ocean's it was, two. It was funny how little Sandra Bullock did. <laughs> Sandra Bullock was just like, her. She just kept this tone the whole movie. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna do it. Guess what? I'm gonna heist. I'm gonna steal the thing. It just, I just got out of prison. It's just like yep, a heist. That's me. I'm a. I'm a thief. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh my like god! The same. Remember tone? when they needed something and then Rihanna's sister just did it, and it was like what? <laughs> yes. They were like Rihanna's like, sister. How are we gonna get over magnets. this? And then Rihanna's it's like, like I'm gonna what? call my sister, and the sister's like, Yeah, you need this and this and this. And You're then so Rihanna's like, Thanks, sis. It just feels like no one like challenged anything in this movie to say like, Well, why would Rihanna's sister know about magnets? You can't just like do that, like. That's so weird. Anyways, we really cannot talk James about this movie. Cor- also, James Corden being late. an integral part of oh, that the was final weird. act of this movie that was, was like, weird. get me out of this movie. He was when- in multiple scenes. No, he's like crucial to the final act of that movie. I know. And it's also just like, you don't they get away with he the actually and you're like, cares. I know. The movie ends and you're like, wait, why is there 30 minutes left? And then, <laughs> then James, James Corden, Corden arrives and you're like, oh, because we have to do James Corden stuff. Moving on, who else was there? Nina Dobrev? <laughs> So Heidi was there with her boyfriend, Tom Cowlitz, we talked about who's in Tokyo Tom Cowlitz! And his twin brother, Bill. <laughs> so there's a lot of Instagrams of the three of them together. Imagine, uh, I don't even want to say it. Just no, like, imagine. that just sounds awful. It Nina sounds awful. was there. Um, apparently Lucas Haas was there in Nina Dobrev's Instagram stories. I don't know. That's what this Lucas Haas, OG uh, Pussy Posse. Oh, I remember. He was there. Um, I don't know who Charlie Frazier is. Do you? Model? Uh, she's a model. She's Australian, but she's a model. Alessandra Ambrosio was there, of course, model. Who is Natalie Kelly, model? She's an actress. Uh, oh. She's Peruvian. Oh. Cool. She was also in The Vampire Diaries, which is, I think, why she was there, because I think she's friends with Nina Dobrev. Um, Candace Swanpole was there. She's a Swain model. Poole. Swain Poole. Okay, thank you. Uh, and some girl who I saw on my Instagram feed, but who dated Leo, but I forget her name. One of Nina Agdahl, maybe. Oh, Nina Agdahl was there? I think she was I there, I didn't yeah. see her. She was there, I think. Nina Agdahl. That's fun. This is like the most boring segment. It's like, who was at yeah, Burning Man? Yeah, but, but like basically it's just like, boring. it was so hooey that literally who cares? So let's move on to Lala Kent's marriage. I'm telling you, celebs like can't deal with like, it's too high maintenance. It's too much work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. In this economy. So Lala Kent, I didn't, this was really interesting to me. Probably not for you because you follow these people. Sure, sure. But, um... Lala Kent got engaged, and I thought she was engaged to a Vanderpump Rules person. No, that's a different Vanderpump Rules relationship. There's so two she different... really just got engaged to some random Hollywood who? He's not random. So basically, wow, Bobby, you really need but to watch really Vanderpump rich. Rules. But he's really rich. Listen to me. Tell me. So Vanderpump Rules is the best show on television, and on that show, there are various couples. One is Katie and Tom, one of the Toms of Tom Tom, which you have heard about, the yes. restaurant Tom Tom. we talked about that so the much. The other Tom is dating this woman named Ariana, not important. Then you have Jax and Brittany, who you heard about because last season they were the center of attention. He cheated on her. They got back together, and they got engaged. That happened a few months ago that they were engaged. Right. This is all going to be happening on the next season of Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Wild. Then there's this woman named Lala Kent who emerged this season as kind of like one of the stars, even though she came into a lot of drama. She kind of redefined herself as like, I'm a feminist and like women, yeah. So that was her whole thing. 
Um, she also like befriended a lot of the cast a lot more. Now Lala Kent is kind of one of the standouts of the show. She gives the best quotes. She has the best plot lines. Like, you know, and all the other characters kind of wrap around her because all they want is to be interesting and relevant. And they know the show is like the center of what that, you know, the show is like everything. So mm -hmm. they see her being popular and cool and, and whatever on the show and they all become like her best friend. Okay. So Lala, like in the past, she had been accused by these other girls in a mean way of being a homewrecker. Were you dating a married man? No. Are you no, dating a no. married man? And that, no one is ever going to get the answer they're looking for. And I'm sorry, I'm not gonna put my relationship on the forefront. Who are you dating? Ever, and I'm not gonna say that either. Are you and dating someone? I am. But Lala, just by virtue well, of the fact that you say everything's a secret, that creates intrigue. Do you, do you understand? Right. We've all had to bleed out for this show. And if you want to come in and be friends with us and expect the same respect, then you need to bleed yeah, out you too. Do. She was dating a married oh. man. That's how she had all this money. Because they were like, how do you work at a restaurant? And you're like rolling up in an Escalade that you like got <laughs> yourself. And she was just like, well, my man like takes care of me. And everyone's like, who's your man? So this whole time, people have been like, who's Lala's man? Who's Lala's man? And literally like somebody on oh, like. Oh, for like a season? Yeah, no one knew who the man was? Kind of. Like people had known on the internet who he was. And he okay, but was, not on the show. Not on the show. And then it was okay. kind of revealed, I think, once his like other relationship like ended. Like less mm -hmm. messily. Okay. Um. Like the overlap was was kind of suspect. So now because I looked she's, up his ex, I looked up his ex-wife and stuff. So like, okay, yeah, I didn't realize that kids. that ended because of he her. He has two kids. Not. I mean, I'm not making any accusations. Like, I don't know the timeline of this, but it definitely does seem a little bit like sus. He's a movie producer, and now they're officially engaged. God, that is a long catch-up for honestly not interesting of a story. Okay. Well, which begs the question, Randall? What's the what's the the La La project? People don't realize what a good actress she is, and so I think when you start to see, she's done a couple projects that not a lot of people know. So when those come out in the fall, I think people are going to be blown away because she's not just a reality star. She really is an actress at heart. And I think people are going to be really shocked. And his name is Randall, right? Randall. Randall, Randall Emmett. He's a film producer. He produced Gotti. Yeah, he yeah, produced literally. Amityville, The Awakening. He produced Silence, that Martin Scorsese movie, which is Amazing. sort of the biggest, the biggest, most prestigious movie on his filmography. He was married to an actress named Amber Childers. Childers? Childers? I think I um, recognize that name, not from Vanderpump Rules, but from something else. Anyways. It seems like she's more of a uh, more of a soap person, but she's right. also in the upcoming s Lifetime show You, which oh, Lindsay and I are both excited about. We are excited about it. I will like I I put Katie Natopoulos's tweet in here because this was funny. She said, "Personally, I believe an engagement should always be announced to People Magazine before you Instagram yeah. it in the next morning, so that you can link to the People article, which is what Lala did." <laughs> Which is wild because she linked to it in the comment. In the comment, and she any, should know better. You should know better. Yeah, like that link's not Especially going her. anywhere. Come on, you Especially know that link's her. not going anywhere. But when, also the link, the link is it's sort of even if you can't click it, just saying I was announced on People is sort of like a brand play. Well, also what was announced, which was even crazy, the way that they contextualized this People was they caught they interviewed the jeweler, Richie Rich. Which is weird because it's like they didn't interview Lala or Randall or any of the friends because mm -hmm. they weren't available. I promise you these people are available for an interview from People Magazine. So like there is an added extra element where did she get the ring for free because of this like insane press situation where he was the one who literally gave like the comment to people? Um, is, that what the, is that what she linked to or did she link to something else? She linked to the actual wedding announcement. Like they... them being engaged. Okay, so but this the, was a but different. But this guy article. was, yeah. But this guy, it wouldn't surprise. It's I don't. I didn't read that the way you read that. I didn't read that as in like they reached out to him. I read it as he reached out to people. No, like, of course I'm. Yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like it's kind they of got amazing. Both, that's what I'm, they got. They it's got amazing both that this guy got his own article. Like it's one thing to get like in the. The announcement it's like we asked the jeweler who made the ring blah 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 but this is like yeah. its own full article where he makes all of these kind of like i'm a source statements about their relationship yeah the article that lala linked to was just straight up they're engaged okay 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 it was their exclusive got it engagement reveal then 
there was the follow-up about the ring because this guy supplies jewelry to famous people um, of right. all of all categories. He's he supplies them to the biggest who's and the biggest them's. Yeah, he's like um, the Jacob, the jeweler of this of of our new generation. Maybe he's like he's maybe. Jen Meyer without the nepotism. He's Jen Meyer without. I mean, he's he. And you also, know. he's not the fr- he's not he doesn't seem to be friends with people. He, he also just doesn't makes seem to jewelry. be the owner of the jewelry company that he works for either. He works for Leon Jewelers, and his okay. name is Richie Rich. But they, um, which people is like a his jewelry for SEO. People yeah. like his jewelry. He doesn't get the friend angle. He just gets this is this guy's a great jeweler. No, and he I makes think he very does gaudy, get. I think he does gaudy, get the friend angle though. But all the photos are of them like at the jewel jewelry store together. You know, mm-hmm. like you see Jen Meyer at brunch. You don't see Richie no, Rich. He's at no brunch. Jen Meyer. No, no, he's no <laughs> yeah. Jen Meyer. Come on, he's no Jen Meyer. Um, also, but, but it's really I think, funny. But there's a difference between Jen Meyer's jewelry, which could be bought by you or I. If mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's expensive, but it's consumer. His jewelry is like you have to go and like get it custom. Like it's a custom. It's situation. custom jewelry, yeah. and it's like everything is tricked out in diamonds. It's just like very, very gaudy, which is why I put this quote in here. It's very funny. It says. Um, Richie Rich is talking about like what it was like to talk to that guy, Randall Emmett, about designing the ring for Lala. And Richie says he didn't want anything too gaudy or outrageous. But it's like everything like that is your Literally, style. Gaudy your style and outrageous. is gaudy. Like if you look at his Instagram, it's just like the most insane, uncomfortable looking rings I've ever seen. It's just a funny incident where like these people are lacking in all self-awareness or like what jewelry actually looks like anywhere but West Hollywood, which is where I what it all looks like there. So it only took me about like five minutes to find Bella Thorne and Rita Ora on this guy's feed. So clearly he knows what he is after. Uh, congratulations mm-hmm. to Richie Rich. Did you, did you on, see Ansel? Ansel's there? Yeah, twice. <laughs> Ansel? He's on it twice. Whatever. Okay. Um, let's move on. God, why are we talking about so many old topics? Okay. Halsey and Gerald are back together, I guess. I don't really care about this. I was yeah, like, I do either. we want to talk about this? The, no. Because it's the... It's the weird love triangle with Machine Gun Kelly and G-Eazy and Halsey. And now she's officially back with G-Eazy and it's like, who cares? It is like, who cares? But I will say I love this. This triangle is is kind of great to me. Yeah. Like, this Gerald is and great... Machine. It's especially funny. It's just funny for for our purposes because it's the easiest thing in the world to confuse G-Eazy with Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. They are the they, same. They're the same. I don't care about the difference between them, but it's funny that they're the same. Let's Great. talk about someone more interesting, Dominic Cooper and Gemma Chan. To Gemma. Why are you saying Gemma? Oh, Gemma. Yeah, sorry, Gemma. Um, I will say this is great because two of the feel-good movies of the summer, uh, their stars have gotten together. I appreciate this. This is good crossover marketing. Um, yes, would I love to see a Mamma Mia 2 and Crazy Rich Asians double feature? Sign me up. Um, it's really funny. Remember who Dominic Cooper dated before this? No. For a really, really long time? No. Uh, Ruth Negga. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they and, they were on, in, and they're on Preacher together. Yeah, they're on Preacher together. My dad um, They dated Preacher. for like eight years, and they just broke up in the summer, and now he's dating Gemma. Preacher's a crazy show. Have you ever had anyone explain that to you? Um, I've read about it, and I was like, oh, it's a comic book show. I don't care anymore. I know. No My dad tried to, to comics, explain it to me. He, like, I no. was like, what is Preacher about? And he's like, well, it's a, uh, there's Preacher, and there's vampires. And, the, and I was like, what? And he's like, no, yeah. No, get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I read about Preacher, I'm like, no, because someone recently told me they were like, Preacher's actually good. You should watch the first season. And then no. I, I read the Wikipedia and I was like, I'm never going to watch this. Never. Yeah, never in my same. life am I going to okay. watch this. It's fine. It's a dad movie. All right. Frida um, Pinto and Corey Tran are together. Who the hell is Corey Tran? And do we remember who Frida Pinto is? Well, I was going to say, is Frida Pinto even relevant? Like, I'm no. sorry. Like, she's beautiful and I'm, she was good in the last Slumbug movie I Millionaire. saw her in. Yeah. What, what has what Ten is years she ago. doing? Frida Unless Pinto, Frida Pinto is dating her co-star from Slumdog Millionaire again, I don't care. Deb Patel, did they yeah. date? Didn't it like yes. ruin her marriage or something? Yes, something crazy like that. But um, I'm just saying like, what is she doing right now? And I don't care to look. It's 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 not necessarily funny and it's not necessarily sad because she does seem fine. But the extent to which America, or at least I maybe I'm misremembering, but everyone was like, Frida Pinto is the new thing. And Frida Pinto's gonna be in everything after Slumdog Millionaire. And Frida Pinto was in nothing. Where is, what does she do? Do you know? She's on the show The Path on Hulu. Oh. Yikes. And that's how she met this dude. Corey Tran was introduced to her by Aaron Paul. Makes sense. Who is on The Path with Frida Pinto. The fact that Aaron, Aaron Paul, Paul is Corey friends. Tran's best friend or one of yeah, their friends. Yeah, that makes sense to me. 
I guess it makes sense. He looks like he'd be best friends with Aaron Paul. Yeah. So now you know. Whatever. And now they're together. Who cares? They're very boring. Do you know what his Do you know what his uh, Instagram bio is? What? Traveler, adrenaline junkie, Los Angeles, California, and Austin, Texas. Do you know who else he has photographed? Who? Obviously, there's Frida Pinto, Frida Pinto, Frida Pinto, Frida Pinto. Then, Julianne Huff. What? Two shots of her. Yeah. And then. Could he be any more in her realm? I mean, come yeah. on. Like, Julianne Huff loves this guy. Moving on. Teresa is suing uh, Chief Keefe uh, over, uh, he used a picture of her mansion uh, on his album. I think he you, just searched mansions. You trying so hard to avoid pronouncing her last name because it changes every day. Judice, Guidice. Teresa is suing. <laughs> Judice. Please welcome Teresa Judice. 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 I mean, I think it's Judice, but I think she's, she said Judice for a little bit, right? The funny thing about this is that Chief Keef's album is called Mansion Music, and you can tell this guy just Google image search Mansion, which I would also totally do, and got Teresa's mansion, the inside, and took it, and now she's suing him, which is just honestly insane. <laughs> fair, but that's fair. Like, when you're I, famous, you just, like, sue over all these sorts of things because, like, you have a lawyer who's, like, sue, cease and I desist. love that it says, um, th- this article, um, Radar really gets to the heart of things where she's, it says, however, the photograph has been used to market the house in the past, so it's not strictly a private image. Right. So, like, this isn't a photo that Teresa or her family took. It's a photo used by, like, the real estate agency to, like, promote the yeah. house. Okay? I mean, it's sort of, like, it's, 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 it's just to get work. Like, we know the images we're allowed to use and, like... We, if if there were photos on Realtor.com, those would probably fall under the realm of like promotional imagery, so we wouldn't have to worry about them at you all. You could use them. I know. So that's why this is all. Kind, this is like kind but of. But it's funny. like, can you use it commercially? Like editorially, it's one thing. But can you use it commercially? I could see where that gets a little blurry. But point being, Teresa's house is on this album cover, and it's very funny. The the cover has a statue of Chief Keefe's face, like on a, like a bust in the yeah. middle of the house. Wouldn't it be funny if that was already there, like in the house? Like they <laughs> like it's clearly not there. It also doesn't make any sense size wise. Like the proportions of this is all uh, like they're all yeah, off. None of it. But what it if that good. was just like what Teresa had in her house? Yeah. Anyway. Also, now I'm laughing at like another thing about Ocean's Eight. The technology no. in Ocean's Eight. The like it's so bad. The printer. The printer is like the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Also, really quickly, what the hell was Sarah Paulson's deal where it was like she she hoards merchandise and then resells it? Like, what? And at the end when they were all showing, like, what are they up to now? What are they using the money for? And it's like, Aquafina bought a loft, like Rihanna bought a bar. And then, like, Kate Blanchett bought a motorcycle. And then, and then it's like, Sarah Paulson just was in a bigger warehouse filled with Roombas. What, what was her ending? Did you see that? Because, like, her her house, the garage in her house was, like, filled with Roombas and, like, soda streams. And then Sarah Paul's, Sandra Bullock's like, oh, like, how do you explain this to your husband? And she's like, eBay. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're explaining. (laughs) Do you think it was, like, merchandise that had been stolen, like, falling off the truck? Okay, yes. So that made sense. But that is the smallest operation for Sarah Paulson to be good at. So she steals it, and then she resells it on eBay, blah, blah. But then at the end, she has an entire warehouse of stuff, and it's like... Why are you doing more illegal things? You just got $60 million. You don't have to do this anymore. Like you have like a gigantic warehouse filled with Roombas. Why is that a satisfying conclusion to your character's arc? And it literally did the thing where the screen like spins out. Like it's like... No, it's it's not a good movie. I'm glad you finally understand. Like, I mean, it was not... fine. Will I watch it again? Probably a hundred more times before. No, I'm you dead. won't. You will not watch. Yeah, it it's cute more times. enough to keep on because like nothing happens. Do we care about Sophia Ritchie? Uh, no. But this is really funny. Did you read this? Did you see this though? No, I didn't see this. I, okay, I didn't so... see it until it was in the doc. Sophia Ritchie is going to um, Australia. Mm-hmm. Why I could not tell you, um, and she's doing press for what I could not tell you. And the greatest thing is that the Daily Telegraph, an Australian publication that I can't click on because it's pay gated, but the Daily Mail thankfully wrote it up. Daily Mail Australia, um, they said that it, they, that she sent them an email saying that she will not talk about two things. One is Scott Disick. Two is her father. And so they were like, "What else is there for her to talk about?" <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. That's true. Um, then they said no to that, and they lifted it. Like now they can talk about anything. Like it was just really funny that that was like the first request, and then the answer was like, "Okay, well, like then what are we supposed to talk about with this woman?" And they were like, "Meh." 
It's like having Pete Davidson over and him saying like, I won't talk about Ariana. But then or SNL or Or SNL, yeah, or or the Earth or Mm -hmm. anything. It's just like it's Mm -hmm. literally the only things that there are to talk about. Like there's nothing else to talk about. Anyways, I thought that was funny because like it's rude and it was funny. What's next? Jeffrey Owens. This was interesting just because of like the way that the speed. The speed is what interests me. But also just like we so often don't care about celebrities in this mm-hmm. way and all of a sudden we cared about him so much in because of this with the framing of yeah. this. So like Fox News, I think the Daily Mail also yeah, for sure. published photos of Jeffrey Owens who was Elvin on the Cosby show. If you don't remember Elvin on the Cosby show, he was Sandra's wife, Sandra the worst Cosby child. Oh my god, Sandra's so bad. <laughs> Elvin was her husband on the show, and he was played by Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey Owens was spotted working at a Trader Joe's, and so these people took photos of him and published them on, and they were published by Fox News and the Daily Mail, and it was like, wow, can you believe it? Fall from grace. Jeffrey Owens used to be on, like, the biggest show in the world, and now he's working at Trader Joe's, and immediately, like, every celebrity posted tweets and Instagrams, like, linking to that story saying, how dare you? Um, don't job shame. He's a great actor. Like it's it. We should we should be thrilled that people are working. Like every well, job is equal. It also Fair. was kind of fucked up because it's not like he hadn't been working. Like he does like small like small shows yeah. and like Shakespeare stuff and teaches and like all this stuff. So it wasn't like he does like lots of like TV. He just has TV. who doesn't have a lot of jobs, you know? Well, also someone was like, oh, you know, Trader Joe's has great health insurance. Like yeah. you know, that's probably why. Or like there's lots of uh-huh. reasons why you would be working part time at Trader Joe's. God knows, I could use some great health insurance so Mm -hmm. it's just like it it was an interesting outpour of love that was kind of for me unexpected just because I feel like we've had situations like this before where we've seen celebrities like in situations and kind of had this same coverage and then Mm -hmm. this didn't happen I'm trying to think of another thing but it's that's that's what surprised me the most about it is that there was never even The backlash was almost simultaneous to the original story. Like people, there wasn't even time for us to theoretically laugh at him there because immediately everyone was mad at it, which is a good, which is a good thing. Right. Um, It's a good thing. But like the first I heard of the story was celebrities were mad at the the coverage to begin with, which I feel like was record time, you know, like record. This probably would have just gone under the radar. Like this probably would have just not been commented on or or talked about or anything because I don't really Mm -hmm. think anyone cares that. That was the other thing is like no one cares that Elvin works at Trader Joe's. Yeah. That's he worked the there other for, thing. He was on Good Morning America after it happened. What did he say? Um, I don't care about this. Who cares? I feel like I'm more of a celebrity now than I've ever been. I'm more of a celebrity now than when I actually was a celebrity. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I also want I do want to say this. I, I you know that this business of my being the Cosby guy who got shamed for working at Trader Joe's, that's going to pass. You know what? That that's going to you know, in some measure of time, that's going to pass away. But I hope what doesn't pass is this idea that people are now thinking, this rethinking about what it means to work, you know, the, the honor of the working person and the dignity of work. And I hope that this period that we're in now where we have a heightened sensitivity about that and a reevaluation of, of what it means to work and that uh, a reevaluation of the idea that some jobs are better than others, because that's actually not true. There is no job that's better than another job. It might pay better. It might have better benefits. It might look better on a resume and on paper, but actually it's not better. No one should feel sorry for me, either from a a positive or a negative perspective. I've had a great life. I've had a great career. And um, I've I've had a career that most actors would really, you know, would die for. So no one has to feel sorry for me. I'm 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 doing fine. It's a very 2018 sentiment, I gotta say, like the labor and blah, blah. Fully 2018. Okay, what's next? Shay Mitchell's 25 things. (laughs) Did you see Shay Mitchell's 25 things? Only your tweet about it. Yeah, well, those are the best things. These are the best things in her 25 things. And I was like, wow, Shay did it right. Because as we talk about a lot, so many celebrities do it wrong. And Shay well, actually either, did. They're either like not funny or or too funny. You yeah. got to be you got to be something in the middle. You got to toe the line. Um, these are my favorite things from Shay Mitchell's 25 things. Number seven. I have a sick obsession with external battery chargers. I have one in every bag. That's Same. really funny. I didn't know that about you. 
Number 11. My biggest pet peeve is people talking with food in their mouth. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. And then there's number 15. I always wash my feet before bed. Perfect. A great, a great 25 things. A great one. And then this is my favorite. 17. I hate blue cheese. And then in parentheses, I know, I know. Don't send hate mail. It's like, Shay, what? Do you think that's a controversial opinion? I feel like a no, lot of people do one. not like. That's a good one. It's a real, it's really good. That's a good one. I know, I know. That's a good Don't one. Don't send me hate mail. That's a good one. Some I'm going to send Shay like, Mitchell hate mail. Some guy from like wherever is going to be like, dear Shay Mitchell, like on behalf of blue cheese, like I am writing On behalf you. of like the blue cheese society of America, how <laughs> dare you shade my industry. So really quickly, I wanted to use this as a, as a, as a segue into a, a game of last weekly. Oh my God. This means, this means you read us weekly this week. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I read it every week. I just don't always make it into last weekly. We're going to do this quickly, but it's a fun one. Okay. Here we go. Question one. We're going to start with who wore it best. Brooklyn Decker or Selena Gomez? Gomez. Got it right. Okay. Who wore it best? Lupita Nyong'o or Nicki Minaj? Always Nyong'o. Yep. Correct. Who wore it best? Mila Kunis or Victoria Beckham? That's tough, but I'll say Victoria Beckham. Nope. That was Mila Kunis. Got it wrong. wrong. Damn. Who wore it best? I love this one. Jane Fonda or Princess Beatrice? Rude as hell. Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda wore it best. Yeah. Hell yeah. By a lot, by the way. Yeah, well. Who wore it Pe- best? No one cares about Princess Beatrice. Right. Who wore it best? Jessica Chastain or Emma Rigby? I don't know who Emma is, so Jessica. That's correct. Who wore it best? This is one of the biggest, mind blo- most mind-blowing questions in last weekly history. Sure. Who wore it best? Taylor Swift or Tinashe? Oh my god! How t- Wait, what were they wearing? Camo pants, like streetwear. The same pants? Yeah, the same drawstring camo pants. Okay, then Tinashe. Fifty fifty. No. Fifty fifty. This magazine that never happens. <laughs> Throw that out the window. That is the stupidest. I feel thing like ever. Tree Payne saw a version of this where Tinashe won. It was like fifty two forty eight, and Tree Payne was like, "Excuse me, please." <laughs> Tree Payne sent in like one hundred thousand more votes. That's the most votes for anything Tinashe has like gotten in her life. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to Tinashe for getting a fifty. Olivia Culpo was spotted where? I hate this a, woman. The Away to Mars Honeycomb Capsule Collection. The Away to Mars Cheerios Capsule Collection. The Away to Mars Fruity Pebbles Capsule Collection or the Away to Mars Fruit Loops Capsule Collection? Either A or B. D, Fruit Loops Collection. No! There's a really great photo of her eating Fruit Loops out of a bowl and she's like holding the bowl. I mean, As holding the spoon right to her mouth. I've ever eaten Fruit Loops. Uh, Olivia, Olivia Coppola Coppola. does not like artificial colors, flavors, sweeteners, or dairy milk. <laughs> dairy <laughs> milk. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Who was spotted in a handwritten shirt that said, Compassion can't wait? Emma Roberts, Zendaya, Megan Fox, or Nikki Hilton Rothschild? Zendaya. Nikki Hilton Rothschild. Fuck. Last things. These are fun. You know, they're like, stars are just like us. Of course they They blank. They blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What is the they? What is the caption on Judy Greer holding boxes and walking? <laughs> they, they schlep. They um, move. They, they carry. They do the blank. They do do the work. Opposite of light. They do the heavy lifting. There we go. But they do the heavy lifting. <laughs> what is the caption on Chris O'Donnell reading a newspaper? They pay attention to the news. They're they, very, really close. They stay up on news. <laughs> they they catch the up news. on current events. They catch so, up on current fuck. events. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. I love, I love they catch up on current That's events. That's good. That's he's good. Reading the, he's reading the sports page too. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's Claire good. Danes buying peaches in Union Square and also eating a... Uh, a lollipop. They eat a balanced meal. <laughs> but pay attention. She's buying peaches in Union Square. What's in Union Square on the weekends in the summer? They attend the farmer's market. They shop at farmer's markets. Yes. Okay, okay but okay, like okay. that has nothing to do with the, close, the lollipop. But... Okay, fine. But she's eating like an artisanal popsicle. Okay, fine. It's like an artisanal popsicle okay, from like uh, the Hudson Valley or something. Okay, sure. Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> this, is the, this is where we end. A photo of Alicia Silverstone. Curled up on a bus stop bench, presumably asleep. Wait, what? Like there's a photo of Alicia Silverstone curled up on like a bus stop bench, and she look, she looks asleep. They they catch they catch a nap where they can. They take a quick Z. They take a break. You're really close. I just sent it to you because I want you to see it. They take a minute to rest. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. While waiting for her ride, Alicia Silverstone curled up on a bench. This is just, there's no context. She's just lying. She's sleeping on a bench in Santa Barbara. (laughs) Wow. 
Stars are really just like us. Okay, uh, let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She posed in one specific sultry way that everyone wrote about. Because she was in baggy jeans and a white crop top and her boobs were kind of out in some of them. She's doing that pose that she loves to do where she's topless, but then she's covering her boobs and then she's turning and putting her chin on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. That's one of her most iconic poses. What else is she up to? So this this tweet, which I think I kind of knew this. Did you know Rita Ora was in Harry Potter? Harry Potter what? The movie. Wait, what? No. Yeah, Rita Ora was an extra on Harry Potter. Scroll down. Oh my God! Like you the first know that? Harry Potter, Prisoner yeah. of Azkaban. I had no idea. So, so someone did a really funny oral history of the first Harry Potter. But the best part is Rita Ora is in it once, and she just it just says Rita Ora. Little known fact: I was in the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban as a child actress. I made a cameo appearance in Sybil Trelawney's divination class. And it's just, and then I searched Rita Ora Harry Potter, and like this isn't new news to a lot of people. Um, and there are clips of Rita Ora in the class. Looks just like Rita Ora. Wow! Look at that. Yeah. Anyways. She's truly a Renaissance woman. It also just proves that if you were British and young of a certain, if you were British and a certain age in England at this time and somewhat wanting to get into show business, you were in Harry Potter. That was the hot ticket. That was the one that your parents made you audition for. But yeah. just also there were so many roles, I feel like. Like they're just, they just had to fill the, they needed kids. the school with kids. Um, and I think we're done. So um, thank you for listening. What an episode. What an episode. We went all over the map. If you got, please subscribe on apple Podcasts if you don't already why wouldn't you that's a crazy thing to ask rate and review us on apple Podcasts. that's what i meant to say follow us on instagram and twitter and our facebook group because it's a lot of fun please support our sponsors too throwing that into the mix because why not wow um, if our sponsors like us if you buy stuff from our sponsors then they keep buying ads on us and we can keep doing the show which oh my is really god cool. where'd that come from look at that and i think that's about it call 619 who them if you have a question or a comment or a concern What a pro. I have nothing to add. You're too good at this. Uh, And we will see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? That was a HeadGum podcast. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine in the mail? Because Why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots huge on the line dancing floor that's amazing oh yeah so you can really smack the floor and swing around you need cowboy boots yeah i didn't get cowboy boots i got chelsea boots but they're great they're brown oh my god i can't wait to see them they're just i like taking them on and off they're so lovely they're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A. A S dot com and point your toes west.